Hello and welcome to this week's Back to Earth podcast with me, Chris Brookman. This is the show for architects, builders and surveyors all about the use of sustainable building materials. In this episode specifically, I am going to be talking about the various different manufacturers of wood fibre insulation, the differences in their products and the similarities in their products, and also all the things that you need to consider when you're buying your wood fibre insulation. So firstly, there are various different manufacturers. If you Google around, you'll probably come across four or five. So the main ones that uh, you'd come across would be Unger Diffutherm, Pavatex, Styco, Gutex, and, and uh, there's a company called Schneider as well who sell through, uh, through in Ireland. Each different company tends to sell through a different distributor in the UK, and obviously each different distributor is going to want to say, well, our system is better than the others because of X, Y, and Z. Um, but in the last 10, 12 years of, of being in, the, in this industry, you do kind of get a feel for the differences between the systems. And, um, and generally, they all sell good quality products. They all have to meet a minimum manufacturing standard. So obviously, that's, uh, that's there to, to ensure that the, the products are a good quality. Um, and they all have different boards as well. So different manufacturers concentrate on a different type of board for different purposes. Uh, for different purposes. So generally, you'll find that um, each different manufacturer is probably suited to a different type of project or slightly different type of project, which may may or may not be more applicable to what you're doing. Whilst each different manufacturer has a, a different product range slightly, uh, they all are essentially very similar in, in a lot of ways. Uh, but the biggest difference actually that, that I've come across really is actually the, the way in which the board is manufactured and not less so uh, uh, by who. So as I've said previously, there are two different ways of, of manufacturing wood fiber boards. Now the first process is wet processing. So the first process is wet process. Um, and essentially you take chipped timber, so all, all waste timber, uh, you grind it up and then you boil it up with, with water and a few other chemicals designed to release the, uh, sort of break down the, the timber into, into the fibres. You strain that and you're left with the wood fibres themselves and then you, you pour that onto what is essentially a sieve, uh, you compress it down to, to a 20 mil layer and then you steam it. And that 20 mil layer is held together purely by the, the lignin around the wood fibres, so that's the lignin from the, from the tree. Uh, that holds the whole board together and then to make thicker boards you simply laminate up the 20 mil boards into, into thicker boards. Now wet processing creates a product where the fibres are essentially in a, in a very similar situation to how they are in the tree. They're quite well connected to their neighbours um, and so that means that, that one fibre can transport liquid water from, from itself to its neighbour and, and so on down the chain and actually enables it to transport liquid moisture very, very quickly. Now, that has really useful applications in certain scenarios and equally that can be a problem in others. So um, it's just to be aware that that's how uh, wet process wood fibre works. Now the, alter the, the other alternative essentially is, uh, is dry processed uh, wood fibre boards. Now these are made in the same way, so the initial process is to take your, your chip timber. This is then dried and ground up, refined, uh, and then it's sprayed with um, a, a PMDI glue. Now that's essentially a, a polyurethane glue, but so as not to completely waste my chemistry degree. PMDI stands for polymeric methylene diphenyl diisocyanate. 
Uh, as I say, that's essentially poly, a type of polyurethane, but it's used in a lot of products. It's used in uh, MDF. It's used in OSB. So it's a it's a you know it's a very widely used glue. Now, commercially, obviously, you want to use as little as possible uh, to to create your product because it costs money. But the the biggest difference between them is that they uh, each individual wood fiber tends to be wrapped wrapped around with a coating of this glue and so it's very 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 much less able to transport liquid moisture so uh, you know one fiber can't transport it to its neighbor because it's got this sort of barrier of glue in the way now that has really useful applications actually uh, a board that doesn't soak up water is is very useful um, in in certain scenarios but equally there are other scenarios where the transport of liquid moisture is, is actually a really important property of the board so it's just to be aware that wet process and dry process boards are not interchangeable in all scenarios in some scenarios they are absolutely but certainly not in all so important to uh, to know that now Unga generally concentrate on on wet process boards Pabatex used to concentrate primarily on wet process but have now have a, a big mix of, of the two all of their internal wall insulation systems tend to be wet processed but everything else pretty much um, uh, is is dry process Styco again similar sort of mix then Gutex and Schneider tend to be predominantly dry processed so be aware that when you're when you're buying from those companies you, you do need to look at you know, how it's manufactured You'll tend to find that dry processed boards are much cheaper than wet processed and that's simply because the amount of processing involved means that the product just doesn't cost as much. And this is what's driving certainly some of the commercial decisions about which boards to, to supply and, uh, and, and obviously develop the market with those boards. So once you've decided which type of board to choose, it's important to go through the manufacturers and actually look at their technical detailing and their recommendations for installation and really to see how detailed that is. Some some manufacturers are quite vague about how you install their products and, and there's not a lot of, of detailed support. Some others are actually very good uh, at, at helping you install the board. They give you a lot of information about how and how to install the product where to install it, where not to install it, uh, and there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of detailed support. And this essentially demonstrates that the manufacturer has a, a really good grasp on how their product should be used and, and you know, how they can help you to install it. So that's a, a useful thing to look at. Now, um, Unger are pretty good at that, Pavitex are pretty good at that, um, Styco are reasonable, Gutex and Schneider um, I've been less able to find information about theirs, to be honest. So, um, not that there's anything wrong with the product, but uh, I've certainly not not found the sort of detailed um, understanding that you would generally come across from from maybe the other three. So, again, once you've uh, you've decided on a manufacturer, the other thing to to consider really are are the components. So, again, most of them do tapes and membranes, certainly Schneider through Partel do a big range of, uh, of membranes and tapes so they've got obviously a, a good um, support with, with all the components. Again, uh, Gutex as well with Ecological have a, a huge range of air tightness products so uh, you know really good support on that side and the other three do as well, Unger, Pavitex and Styco generally all sell the, the air tightness side. The, the final thing really is if you're looking at renders Different manufacturers use different render systems. Some are their own specific render. 
Some use uh, a, a third party's render that has been tested onto wood fiber. So it depends whose system you're going for as to which render you'll end up looking at. Often really useful to, uh, to get a, a good understanding of that render, what it looks like, how it's put on, how it compares to the way that other people in, uh, use their renders. Now, generally, most render systems that go onto wood fiber are pretty thin, so you'd use a thin layer render, typically five to six mil on the base coat, and then um, between about one and three mil, I guess, on the on the finish coat. There are some systems out there that have got anything up to sort of 20, 25 mil on the render systems, which it kind of rings alarm bells for me, um, but um, mainly because it's the only one on the market. Uh, I I would tend to stick with the thinner render systems um, also partly because wood fiber tends not to carry a huge amount of weight like that anyway so hopefully that gives you some idea of the things to look at when you're choosing your manufacturers and if you have any further questions about sustainable building materials please feel free to email me at chris at back to earth or alternatively give me a ring on 01392 861 763 thanks for listening